and we are off to the races. <laughs> well, uh, the gang's all here. It's Bob and Zip with Ed Kelly and uh, Spike O'Neill, special guest tonight. No other special guests. Uh, this is a big night for uh, me personally uh, oh. because it's the first night in our new house in Henderson, Nevada. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. We, we've been in a temporary house. Yeah, with bars on the windows. Yeah. <laughs> and padded walls. A halfway house. I was, thinking of, I was thinking of cardboard. You guys really upgraded them a lot. Yeah. Halfway uh, house with a curfew. It, ta- it takes a long time to move and thoroughly do everything. As Zip you know, knows back when I was in January, February, saying, well, we got to sell the farm. we got to move closer to the kids. And um, you know, we sold the farm. We got a temporary place. Um, I had surgery. Um, you know, just so much. And we finally found our dream. I, I used to say forever home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for us, forever is usually five years. Well, forever home is when you buy the farm, not sell the farm. Yeah, that's a forever home. <laughs> yeah, that's, thank you. Thank that's, you. That's the rest in peace home. Yeah. Yes. When, you, when you've hit your fourth forever home, you know it's not. You know. Yeah. Uh, you guys all know this, but Lisa and I, for some reason, we're nomadic. Oh, yeah. Uh, we move a lot. Uh, it's this, the industry. This is yeah, our 20th say, home. It is the industry. C- That's C- the radio, radio yeah. virus. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Can anyone sing the theme to WKRP? Baby, if you've Everybody ever wondered, wondered, wondered whatever became, became of me. me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, WK. Everybody's got the first verse. Got the second? <laughs> got got tired of all the packing and unpacking. <laughs> town to town, up and down. Yes. Maybe you and me were never <laughs> meant to be. <laughs> but maybe think of me once, once in a while. <laughs> it's Bob and Lisa on the road like fucking gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> WKRP in Henderson, Nevada. <laughs> wow. There's another uh, There's another DJ song. Not uh, W-O-L-D. That's it. Not as well known. Ain't all the hits for you, wherever you may be. Harry Taylor. Bright good morning voice who's heard but never seen. Come on, man. You are talking to some freaks, Bob. Like, we wouldn't have... This is our dream Jeopardy category. <laughs> Songs that mention DJs. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, oh, Tom Petty had one, right? Hmm. Oh, well, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, was it the last? Uh, not, not Last Dance with Mary Jane, but. It was some about DJs, the last creative. Oh, the, D- last, the last DJ was the song, yeah. Yeah, the last sure, DJ. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Like, and then there's the Beach Boys. That's why God made, that's why God made, that's why God made the radio. So we could all be unemployed. Oh, man. <laughs> that's beautiful. Thanks. Good, good, lively start. So anyway, here we are in our 20th different house in 40 years of getting married, which means... You know, we've, 20 different houses? Really? Yeah, but, but that's counting some condos and vacation places. Back in the good days when the dough was rolling in. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. A flop house on Skid Row. Yeah, right. A safe <laughs> house full of guns and heroin. <laughs> I, think th- I think this is our 10th actual primary residence. 
um, which means like four and a half, every four and a half years we move. And I was contemplating that today because I don't know anyone else like that. I mean, I know people who once they have a house, and this may apply to you, uh, Spike, most of all, it, 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 it's like a part of you. Yeah. Totally. But you know what? This, my psychiatrist has told me that's because I burned my family home to the ground. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. And yeah. now, I am, now I cling to everything I've ever touched. I, I am like the worst pack rat. I've got a storage unit full of stuff and a house full of stuff because once I get something, now I cling to it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and by the way, Zip, you don't know that story that Spike burned his childhood home to the ground, do you? I've heard you guys refer to it all yeah. the time. Ed, no. have you heard the story? No, but I've heard the Pyromania album. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I believe Spike like fell asleep stoned one night and left something burning. Is that right? Candle, yeah, candles. Absolutely Candle. right, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. I and, was babysitting my younger brother and sister and was pissed about having to come home on a Friday night. To babysit my younger brother and sister and came I'll home get, drunk. I'll get back at them. <laughs> yeah, well, lit a bunch of candles, fell asleep, woke up, the entire room was on fire. Um, Put a got, candle in my window. Wow. Got the kids How out and watched that. I was, uh, let me see, December of 79, six, uh, no, about to turn 16. I would imagine you were grounded for a spell. To, to where? To where would they ground me? That's that's not funny. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Fifty years later. Yeah. He's got a third wrong. No, no here's the here's the no. That's the best. That's the best half of the story, because the um, insurance company deducted it was a electrical fire, oh, and I, and I I never said a word because I didn't want to blow my parents' insurance oh, settlement. Oh. I think you just did. <laughs> well, no, no, no. We did. We beat Bob. We beat him to that, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we did. so, so we're telling. Uh, we're doing a segment on air. Who's got the best secret? And Bob oh, was like, "Well, I, uh, we stole the keys to my high school and made copies so everyone could get in my high school after hours. We'd get stoned <laughs> and go in and eat be- big cans of beans from the from the cafeteria. Uh, no, Have it I was fruit right? cocktail, not fruit beans. cocktail. My yeah. problem. No one my would problem. break in for beans. Who the hell eats beans? <laughs> right. I, I said. I said, I got that beat. I burned my parents' house to the ground. They, know, they don't know it was me. And Bob's like, we're calling your dad. So we, <laughs> so we did. Oh, we called no. my dad live on the air. And, I, oh, and, 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 no. and we sold it for a day. We, we front sold it for a day. Called my dad in Florida. And I get this, like, hey, listen, I got to tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm all like choking up. Yeah. And tell my dad, this, this, I'm, it was me. I started the fire that burned our home to the ground. You know, changed everything in our lives. And my dad got really quiet. And then he just started chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, uh, and he's like, Bob, let me tell you a story. Hmm. Said the last night, and Jamie's my real name. Now, that's James. Last night, Jamie was in Seattle or in, in Baltimore before he moved out west with you. We all went out drinking, and he got really drunk. And he's at the bar, and he looks at me and cries, Dude, I say I burned the house to the ground. <laughs> he's like, So you, you were drunk enough to confess, but too drunk to remember. <laughs> so you, so you've wow. not only have, not only have hmm. you already confessed, you've lived with the guilt for an extra 10 hmm. years. Yeah. Can the insurance company ever come back and void and, the, no, no, the no. payment? And so uh, you're saying, Spike, it's still sort of a thing uh, for you. B- like oh, that. It's, yeah. it is. And I talked to a psychiatrist about it, and my therapist, you know, I'm not, I think. Uh, but uh, he's, yeah. he said, you know, look, you, you, I've, n- I've never sold anything. I mean, literally, if I hadn't traded a car in on the car, we, the new car we got, I'd still have it because we have <laughs> one, we have literally one, two, three, four, we have five cars and three motorcycles and two of us drive. Wow. 
and I just can't get rid of shit. It's a, a pack rat, yeah. And, and to some extent, we all have that can't get rid of shit because you know it's just a part of our our nature to. Well, but but you've you've had twenty homes and you don't have yeah I a can't trailer get rid of load of bullshit behind you. Yeah, but the reason we've had all those some of them were vacation homes, so we're very lucky. Okay, uh, I'll go to ten. The reason yeah. you've had most of the people, five times the number I've had yeah. is most of the people uh, I've met in like places like Senegal and Africa have only had one hovel. So <laughs> yeah, for, you for know. ten families. Yes. Yeah. So um, for us, I was thinking about it today because I'm thinking about you know today's the first day in our new home, and the first thing I did today was have a couple of our um, handymen build this studio. I mean. For the last, since my diagnosis when I was traveling for healthcare to Seattle, staying at my niece's house, um, surgery, and, you know, everything else, and when we had the, the house on the market back there, I've been doing this with my laptop. And so it's always felt kind of temporary. But um, I guess the reason we move is different, I think, from anybody else is because the mob never stops looking no it's not that <laughs> you know, never stop looking it's funny witness protection yes. i have the wrong job for that yeah, yeah, really. for sure. but you know there are people with witness hey it's tony the snake Zahino right here everybody <laughs> coming to you now from poughkeepsie now the reason is to me it would be boring and it's and i realize it's, it's not an insult of everybody else but to me it would be boring the world is so big and there's so many cool cities and cool places yeah. that wherever I live doesn't feel like the, and maybe this is, my psychologist should examine this, it feels more like I'm on vacation. Like Seattle was this 25-year vacation. We lived in five different homes and, you know, we lived in North Bend and then we lived in a cooler place in North Bend and then we had the trophy home and then the whole industry came crashing down. It was timed perfectly. Hmm. And uh, for some of us, for yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, but not so much for Spike. <laughs> I knew I would uh, absolutely step good. in shit if I kept it. It's all sitting. good. Yeah. It's all good. And then we moved back to Vermont where we met and got married and had this dream of having a farm. And then when I realized time, lifetime might be short, immediately thought, Got to be near the grandkids. Got to be near my sons. And what's near? Anything on the West Coast. So yeah. we looked at Seattle. I don't know how you people afford to live in Seattle now. No one can move to Seattle unless they're really rich. Yeah. And if you have a home in Seattle, you know. You can't sell it. Well, I don't know. How's the market in Seattle right no, now? No, you can sell it, but you just can't afford to buy anything else. Oh, Not that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. exactly yeah. right. Catch 22. Stuff in Seattle is like triple in the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been in my home for 16 years now, and it literally has tripled. Okay, yeah. And and so so we looked at, and, and I didn't think of Las Vegas at all. I mean, I was thinking, well, it'd be cool to be in California, and the taxes and the cost of living are so high. And then I looked like, I felt like the typical retired person. How about Phoenix? How about Florida? And f hot and humid weather? Never. Desert? Maybe. And uh, and well, when I thought about Las Vegas, I thought, 
you know, it's close to the airport. And if you ever want to see a concert, and I love seeing concerts, I don't know. Every night there's 150 different things going on. Interesting. Yeah. And so, and I just thought, let's go on vacation to Las Vegas for a while. Yeah, I'm an addictive personality. I have a lot of money. There are casinos. <laughs> what could go wrong? What, what could go wrong? It's funny. I was thinking that, you know, look, I want to live in Seattle. I've only got this much money. I'll go to Vegas. I'll triple it. <laughs> and then I'll be. <laughs> and, and, you get, and you get to Vegas like, well, you know, when I look around, there's mountains and stuff. And this isn't so bad. So I don't work for the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, or anything like that. But the appeal here was taxes. Um, they have... Or, or lack thereof. Zero estate tax. Zero state income tax. Wow. In fact, you don't even need a local accountant because there's nothing special uh, to do for the state of Nevada. It's all the mafia gambling. It's all It was built on you know stupid people who can't well, I, act. I, I've heard that only 6% of the population have actual jobs, air quote, jobs. What do you mean jobs? They're all floating under the radar, working illegally for some guy. Oh. I was trying to, trying to make a joke about you. Know, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, <laughs> hey. Sorry. So it is very similar to Southern California in that there is a uh, probably a decent-sized undocumented population mm -hmm. sharing Social Security numbers, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it, but the people, ah, the people are wonderful. And I have to learn some Spanish, by the way, because uh, I do I do know they're making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. The word gringo is a tip-off, huh? But no, not, it, uh, it, 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 they talk so fast, I wouldn't even hear gringo if they mixed it in the mix. Uh, but no, we had the guys who were working on the studio today, you know, they're the sweetest guys. Oh, and they just, ah, oh, they're so good. I mean, these are, this is a crew that did our remodel that's fantastic. And at one point, you know, I'm hanging out, and they speak English, but every once in a while they speak Spanish. And every time they say something in Spanish, I think they go, you know what they're saying about me, Spike, don't you? At least three times as much as we thought, man. <laughs> at least three times. Yeah. Uh, we can do that. At least three times as much as you want to bet. I'm That's kidding. such a stereotype. I know it's. <laughs> You're I so unwoke. I, I fell. I fell back to the uh, Cheech and Chong days of my youth. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with that, man? Anyway, at one point, I jo I laughed at something they said, and they said, "Oh, you do speak Spanish." Like, like, oh, you knew we were oh, making fun of you. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was fun. Uh, one of them is Ezekiel, great guy, and, he, and they were so fascinated by the fact that I was going to podcast that they'll probably be listening. Huh? Oh shit! Thanks. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. What'd you say your real name was again? Yeah. What's your, what are your chances of finding another crew, Bob? But oh yeah. no, these guys are great, and they're uh, they're so wonderful. I mean, in every possible way. And I guess what I like that what this is going to be is the first time we've ever lived in a city that we like it. Uh, I tried in Seattle. We we lived in. Remember, we lived in downtown Seattle a couple of times. Yeah, you moved in town and then didn't last here. You you guys were big space people, country people. We liked the country, and we did like sirens so much. You yeah. know, I deal with it. Yeah. I'm not dealing with it today. I'm in San Diego, but in Detroit, I definitely deal with yeah. it. But here in Vegas, when you're 20 minutes out of Vegas, you're on the edge of nowhere. 
And uh, anyway, it's really nice. I'm very excited about it. And I've been by. Oh, remember last time I told you I wanted to figure out how to get foreigner tickets? Mm-hmm. I cracked the code. Ah. So remember, you had to be a member of a fan club, and they yeah, would send yeah. you a what do they call it? A pre-sale code, right? A pre-sale code, yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And I looked up fan club, and there was nowhere that said fan club. <laughs> but I went to foreigner.com, and I signed up for you know their email mailing list. And so the next day, after my whining, my email says, here's your pre-sale code for Vegas. Hmm. So that's all you have to do is you got to, when you love a band, you know, you give them your email address. Right. And they love you back. And so I got really good seats. How good, Bob? Um, so good I could have got closer to the stage, but I set it just for where the sound is going to be great. That good. Okay. You know so how you good that is. Yes, I do. And right after I got the tickets, I I was online uh, because, they, well, they send me, all, you know, you know how the internet is. You buy something, and then they think you want to buy it forever, and they keep sending you ads. And there was this post about Foreigner coming for their residency in Vegas. And what vitriol. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what, what, what do you mean? So many people saying, I wouldn't pay to see a tribute band. They're just a cover band. I guess because Mick Jones, who is the last remaining member... Sometimes he doesn't, you know, he, sometimes he doesn't perform. He performs right. once in a while. That's how it was when we opened for him here, and that was 10 years ago. But he was on stage when we opened for when him. We, when, we opened, when we opened for him, they, he did perform that night, yeah. but it's a hit or miss whether or not you're going to see him. Yeah. And so we talked about this last time, but, but it, uh, I couldn't believe the vitriol of the people. Like, look, if you don't want to go, don't go. Right. But to say they don't have a right, look, the, the name Foreigner is like the name Famous Amos Cookies <laughs> or Twinkies. Oh, what is it? Hostess. Names are a business uh, proposition. So yeah. uh, There it, is no Little Debbie, guys. <laughs> there I'm is sorry no Little Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, you people with your homemade snacks. Jesus. I know. Uh -huh. and, and it's branding. And when, and when a name, um, like... Let's face it, um, the Beatles, uh, it, it, let, let's put it this way, because someone posted this in the text. If Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr got, who would they get? Oh, let's think. Julian oh. Lennon. He sounds a little like his dad. A lot yeah. like his dad. Yeah. yeah. And Danny Harris? Or, uh, Donnie, uh, yeah. Donnie, I'm sorry, Donnie. Donnie uh, Harrison? Yeah, he may not be. So here's the thing. They'd have to find two people that were so good that it sounds... Like, here's what Foreigner did. Yeah. It sounds better than Foreigner ever sounded with Lou right. Graham. Because the talent is above reproach. That's what you have it's to above find. reproach. And when you go to see Hamilton, by the way, do you go, huh, they, how dare they call this Hamilton? There's four different cast members than there was on Broadway. Plus, none of those guys are 225 years old. What the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> not, not only that, they're white. Yes. 
So anyway, I so it got my dander up because someone said if you know, if Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr tried that, no one would accept it. And I thought it's about whether the band's good. Bob. Yes. Sam Elliott. Hi, Sam. <laughs> that ain't Brandon. Brandon is when you tie a cow by all four legs, turn it over, and sizzle them with a big old red hot iron. Beef. It's what's for dinner. I'm not listening to Ed Kelly. He's just a cover band. <laughs> My wife oh. loves you, Mr. Elliot. Yeah. Oh, co- cover Sam. <laughs> yeah, cover Sam. That's a great Sam Elliot. It's the best. Thank you, Bob. Oh, even the way you go, thank you, Bob, where the where your throat's like, yeah. Oh, the dude abides. Nah. How do you teach yourself to do that? I watch a whole lot of The Big Lebowski, Bob. Mm. <laughs> that is that the movie so did you watch uh shoot what's the new one 1894 1883 1883 did you you're, watch you're, that you're you given the sequel already it's 11 years later <laughs> <laughs> all all the right. white people have died well so that's the prequel to yellowstone right yes uh, how many in our podcast have seen yellowstone show of hands <laughs> zip i saw i saw the uh first episode Wow, it had a big effect on you, didn't it? <laughs> no, I always, I always wanted to get back to it, actually. Oh, and I I'll tell you, but uh, it is such... Well, first off, Yellowstone and 1883, entirely different shows, even though one's a prequel to the other. Yes, yes. But 1883 stands on its own. Um, and Sam Elliott is... I mean, he's... He's the whole ball of wax. He's everything you'd want him to be, everything you want a cowboy hero to be. It's who I am. It's what I do. And in that one, you go back generations before the modern family of Yellowstone is Mm. dealing with real estate and vacation homes and the modernization of these Western, you know, um, cowboy towns, Uh, the land grabs that make owning a farm difficult because everyone wants to put $2 million vacation homes there. Anyway, they go back several generations, and you're in 1883 when families would get in a stagecoach. What do they call those? Wagon trains? Wagon trains. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't wanna, I don't even want to answer anymore. No, like, I, let, let, let Sam, Sam get this one. Sam. Yeah. So, Sam, <laughs> Sam, tell us how you uh, led a bunch of... By, by the way, a lot of them were really not up for the task. So, let me get this one, Bob. Sam, you know, a, a lot of people say the early condoms were made from the intestines of sheep. Tell us how that was, how that developed and came to be, and what kind of what kind of animals did you try first before you settled on sheep? Well, I started with sheep because I needed me a lambskin because I didn't want too big a family. <laughs> Is that true, Spike? Is that were they really? Yes, condoms yes. were made of yeah sheep intestines. Would, would Spike lie? No, <laughs> not not to me. He wouldn't no, not to you. He wouldn't have one wapo. He'd be a gelding. <laughs> you know what they call a horse who uh, has been gelded and still thinks he has his testicles? Not a joke. This is a true story. <laughs> I was trying to think of the joke. <laughs> I know. No, they, they they call him a proud boy. Oh, I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's a fact. No, wow. yes, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Mm. Uh, so, uh, anyway, if you haven't seen those shows, uh, well, first off, Zip, uh, 1883 is, it's a whole different show. So, if you haven't seen that, 
Uh, I, I think you. I, I can't think of anybody who wouldn't like that show. It's it's so amazing to see how our country was built. And by the way, since we don't have the energy or time for history books, and these shows are so well researched. You don't need history books. A simple thank you would do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> um, you know, you take this wagon train. Uh, what were the people, Sam, that you were taking? Was it a bunch of Russians? Well, anybody no. what would pay the freight. Anybody would pay the freight. But what? What? Uh, they didn't speak English. I can't remember what they were. And Well, we had Chinamen, but we can't call them that no more. No more, yeah. No. Well, um, anyway, these people were... Um, just not equipped, and most of them died on the trip across the country. That's what they signed on for. Yeah. Yep. And uh, if they didn't have Sam Elliott, they wouldn't have got half as far as they did. Well, they got about as far as Big Bear Park, and they'd have been done. Yeah. Can I give away one? I, I don't like to spoil, so can I give away one thing from that show that it won me over? You can, but I know where you live now. <laughs> Early on, they're just getting started, and one of the settlers goes off to take a dump or a piss. <laughs> Do you know where this is going, Spike? Have you seen this? I have. Yeah. And as they're squatting, you hear... <laughs> a rat. And they go, oh, live paper. How kind. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, uh, that was, that's the first death, uh, the first of yeah. many. Uh, hey, Bunny, where, where, yeah. where the term low-hanging fruit comes from, Bob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's kind of like where in Yellowstone Park, yeah. Bo Yogi the Bear says, hey, rabbit, does sh shit stick to your fur? Yeah. <laughs> Want to go camping? Yeah. <laughs> he says, no. <laughs> Let's both fix the bump. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, man. Good stuff. Right into the gutter. Um, <laughs> anybody got any topics they want to talk about today? Usually I have a whole bunch, but today I was building the studio with our crew. I did last week. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying I finally got around to watching the Beatles uh, get back. Oh, you're watching Get Back? Oh, am I ever. Yeah. And? It's, it's so well-preserved. And ad hoc and unstructured that you feel like you're there. With the Beatles. I'm immersed. And I, I, I'm saying, Yoko, put the books away. <laughs> you're witnessing history here. Mm -hmm. And just to hear the, the back and forth of the songs that you know, form the, soundtracks to, the soundtrack to our lives. Yes. It's just the inside, the intimacy of it is amazing. Part of what makes that and uh, you know I'm into the geek technical stuff. Yeah. Is uh, and you've seen the ads on Facebook for all these like photo things. Take an old photo of yeah. your grandma that you can't make out any details, and you run it through some software, and all of a sudden she looks like she's in high definition. Right. That's what struck me is they could not have made this until now because they had the ability to take this film footage. And if you go look at some old you know, footage of them on the rooftop and whatever, it just doesn't... It's grain. grainy. Yeah, it's grainy. Yeah. And so they get rid of the grainy, 
And when I first put the Beatles Get Back on, I think um, someone asked me, oh, wow, they got actors that really look like the Beatles, didn't they? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Did they ever? Yeah. They look like genetic that, clones. Yeah. Is that John's son? Is that John's son? <laughs> and and, and, and it, it looked so real as to almost be non-believable because yes. high definition didn't exist then. Well, no. you, you, Bob, you know how they did. You, do you ever see the movie Jurassic Park? Yes. Anytime. Remember how they, they had the the, cha- the dinosaur DNA chain and they took missing pieces from other animals? Well, they took the beetle's DNA and then took some missing DNA from Foreigner and put it in the <laughs> DNA chain <laughs> to complete the sequence. And be- beetle DNA. Beetle DNA. <laughs> Is that what happened? And they grew some new ones. Um, but it's a, it's a piece of history. So, Ed, you're totally immersed. Oh, I can't put I can't put it down. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is a sign of our times now is that these amazing great shows, if they're huge, they reach what eight, ten percent of the audience, mm-hmm. and they become water cooler talk. But if they're really great, people keep discovering them. Yeah. So um, you know, if you haven't seen Get Back, uh, give one spoiler from it. Like, what one thing you couldn't believe you saw? Uh, well, John's choice of girlfriends, that's a terrible thing to say. But, no kidding, um, you're still anti-Yoko. Uh, I'm, I think, more, more so. I think she just distracted Bob, I don't know if you know, over. but she broke up the Beatles. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. She's yeah. like, well, I don't get it. Where's all the screeching? Where's the screeching? I don't get it. You need more screeching. No, I, I think it's the, what... what um, I, like I didn't expect Ringo to be the guy that would object to going offshore. Mm. You 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 figure you figure that Ringo is a go along to get along kind of guy, and you realize that they each have their sticky wicked oh, side. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. But Ringo, I, my impression of Ringo was solid. It's just a, not just a solid player, but one of the most patient human beings around all these people freaking out ever. Like he would just sit there with that look on his face, like uh, on the riser, just yeah. yeah. Ready to play the great when you equalizer, yeah. 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 twirling his sticks. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I, I think Zip is Ringo. Yeah, he's you our know? Ringo. Yeah, he's our Ringo. Better looking, <laughs> taller. Zip sits there, and then you know when it, when you need a backbeat, there he is. <laughs> oh Jesus! But also, no, he sits there and rolls his eyes. Oh Jesus! But then he's like, okay. But he does a great role. You got, yeah. you got to admit, his left hand is no, you're, so consistent. You're very Ringo like too. It, it, under. Um, I think Ringo was underrated Highly. for so long. Now it's known. Uh, but that movie proves Ringo. It also proves George Harrison's incredible talent. And there's a debate now of, uh, well, there's always people debating the Beatles, as long yeah. as people who remember them are alive. Right. But there's a debate about, uh, was George held back? Or was it just great timing that he came into his own in songwriting near the end of the Beatles so that he could have, you know, I, I, uh, of all the Beatles post Beatles work, mm-hmm. George Harrison to me is by far and away the best. Interesting. Anybody else agree mm-hmm. or disagree? That's a weighty one. Um, it I, is a weighty one. I, I never thought that or even considered that. It was always John or Paul. Yeah. Was it yeah. was it the Martin Scorsese that did the movie about George? He did like a two part HBO uh, documentary type film about George. 
And I told you this when I first saw it, Bob, years ago. That I, George, I came out of that with George is my favorite fucking Beatle. Yeah, yeah. And if you and if you put on George's not even greatest hits, but you, if you just do like every once in a while, I'll take an artist and I'll just listen to all their albums mm-hmm. on Spotify or whatever. Um, if you do, you'll discover songs that you sort of barely heard on album radio, and they'll be you'll be like, "Whoa, so good!" Yeah. So um, yeah, George. I, I, look, Paul McCartney made great records, but Paul was a hit factory. You know, let's do silly love songs. Well, some people might not like it. Well, I don't give a shit. Let's do it. And it was great, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's have me wife Slinda sing. We can, and this is before autocorrect, by the way. She uh, way, uh, yeah. Pitch correct, I should say. Could not say. She could sing in the studio. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to sing live? Super, Much harder. Super hard, yeah. So Linda, and, and by the way, Linda made wings in a lot of way. That female vocal was never part of the Beatles' sound. Just don't use the board feed. <laughs> well, again, Linda. I, I think both Linda and Yoko tone deaf were. I uh, know. <laughs> uh, I think they were both underappreciated. I, I think they were the great loves of two of the greatest Beatles, and I think that both. Uh, the thing I admire, I, I guess, about both John and Paul is they found someone they loved totally. And I, I think that's a very precious thing in life. And yet, I don't remember Lisa sitting in your lap during a single one of your radio shows. <laughs> Where's the screeching? <laughs> I see. If she had they... no business being in their art. I get it, I get it. Well... Although the thing... The thing you notice in the movie Get Back is the Beatles didn't really mind her that much. Not in the beginning, no. Not even... Not, it, I'm not all the way through. It wasn't my big takeaway. My big takeaway is that John was a bit of an asshole. Big time dick. Yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, big time dick. But that was part of his creativity. And Paul, all Paul wanted was for the music to be f- fabulous. Mm-hmm. Always. And, uh, and George was coming into his own but wasn't fully appreciated yet because the brand name was John and Paul. Right. So he'd complain about the, the acoustics in the uh, television studio instead. Mm. Yeah. Well, George, George, George brooded and was very moody. Yeah. Every, every member of the Beatles, let's put it this way, every member of the Beatles sort of quit the band at some point, didn't they? Didn't Ringo walk out mm. one time? George walked out one time? They all quit, and it was Paul who announced it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff you never knew. Yeah. Like, I didn't know they came off the road for two years completely of uh, a, a public touring or public performing before yeah. the television special. I yeah. had no idea. Get back. Uh, Ed, uh, have you just started watching some other things, like maybe Gone with the Wind or Lost <laughs> in Space? <laughs> Mostly British movies, actually. Oh, yeah. It's good to discover old stuff. I have this yeah. weird thing, though. I won't go for really old stuff. It's like fruit that's gone bad or... You know, mm-hmm. leftovers in the kitchen that have been in the refrigerator for three weeks. It's kind of like Friends when all the telephones have antennas on them. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. And I should because, uh, like, I've noticed uh, millennials even are watching our old shows. <clears throat> and our music, by the way. Oh, uh, they're loving our music. Well, that's because it's the best of all. Well, a- a- about, <laughs> about three weeks ago, um, the actress Louise Fletcher passed away. Right? Nurse Ratchet. 
from okay. One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. Right. And I was amazed at how many people had never seen One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Good damn riddance, I say. And that is one truly one of the great, great movies. And, and, and it was an even better book. But one of the great stories of all freaking time. And it's, like, and it's, it's timeless. It just holds up. That's the biggest goddamn Indian I've ever seen. <laughs> Amen, man. <sighs> Zip, I'm just going to sit back, too, and let Spike and Ed talk. <laughs> <laughs> and be entertained. Yeah. Yes. If nothing else. I'd just like you to say you're welcome and go on your way. <laughs> Who's going to do it? You, Zipperhead? <laughs> I don't think so. Didn't you Jewish lawyer whose name I can't remember. <laughs> so uh, it, what a world we live in now where if, if Spike says one flew over this cuckoo's nest and say 50 people who are listening to this podcast go, yeah, I'd love to listen to that. How hard do you think it is to find that? The movie? Yes. Like, can you watch it on YouTube or... It, it's definitely on YouTube. I guarantee it's on numerous pay services, especially after she passed. I think it was added okay. yeah. to a lot of yeah. services after yeah. she passed. So, all right, here you go. If you Google it, you can watch it on HBO Max. Yep. You go. can watch it on Google Play for $3.99, Apple TV for $3.99, Redbox, Vudu, Amazon Prime, YouTube TV uh, is the only place that it's not on. But it's on YouTube free. But you have to bring the VHS back to Redbox when you're done. And it has to be rewound. <laughs> Hold on, I'm checking YouTube right now. Is it, for, is it free on YouTube? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And... I doubt it. Hang on. Yeah, a lot of clips. A lot of clips. Oh, well, oh like wait said, a minute. Wait a minute. No. Nope. The entire in its entirety. If you'll in watch its entirety, commercials. For, no, at the top, it's free. If you'll watch the commercials. No, there's no commercials. HBO no commercials? Uh, HBO Max.com free. Wow. Let me oh, hold on. Let me click. You know, HBO they, Max is a pay service, though, right? Yeah, but I'm watching it. The whole thing's free. You have HBO Max, you dummy. I don't have it. No, I'm you watching YouTube.com sure? slash. Okay. I'm oh, watching it. Off, yeah, somebody took it off HBO Max. And oh, put so it on YouTube. Wow. Arr. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and YouTube didn't catch it. I really, no one's found it yet. <laughs> Piracy not be a victimless crime, you see. <laughs> but, but how about that now? And I have no idea what this would have been like if I was younger. But how about it for anybody coming up? You know, when we were younger, we had the public library. You would get a library card. Yep. You would go down to a big building. And in my case, it was a huge building in town. It might be a smaller building in your town. And you would go in, and there would be books. And for a while, they had some CDs, which were all horrible CDs. I don't know why. And a few DVDs and movies. I don't even know if they do it. Does anybody go to the library? Yeah. You do? Well, uh, well. Uh, to be fair, not within the last two, three years. Okay. But my daughter used to always be down the library. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Your daughter, the one that gets straight A's, not the older yep. one. Not the older one. No. <laughs> she was, she was at, the, at the liquor store next to the library. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Put the scythe back into its sheath now, Bob. Yes. That's good. Oh, Darby, what a what a beautiful child you made. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Where is she now? 
they are in their first year of college in Seattle, living at school. I say when you they, say they, yes, I did I'm, because I'm learning to use my pronouns. Oh, she calls way. herself they. They, she, they, they. No, she, uh, the, they, they call themselves they. You uh, yes. doom cough. I have no idea. I know, Teach me. I know. No, look, it's, it's not. It's, it's, I'm it's ignorant. A never, so. It's a never-ending exercise. Don't feel bad. Okay. I've been at it for about three years. Now. Well, uh, wake me up because I think woke is a good term. So tell me what I should know about this. Um, well, they them is the pronoun they are uh, preferred to be used, um, and there that's what drives me freaking. But isn't that what days. isn't that the problem that um, Gollum had? <laughs> <laughs> Was he a they them? <laughs> this is all a big joke to you, isn't it, Bob? <laughs> no, I'm uh, just spikes everyday life. But Gollum palette. had dual personalities, right? So all get... through the day, you they them, you they them, you. Them. So was Gollum like a multiple? It doesn't mean multiple personalities. Does it mean multiple? No, it means it. No, no. All all they no. them means is. <laughs> Read all a they, book once in a while, Um, they them means that there is a gender neutral pronoun. He, he she, Oh, they don't want you to think of them, them as either yes, as either as either sets non-binary. Okay. Right. Does it? She's. All right. Can I ask? No, it's okay. Go ahead, Bob, because a lot of people need the answer to these questions. Yeah, because most of us, I just don't follow this stuff, and I don't hang around with anybody cool. (laughs) Thanks. Except, (laughs) I was going to say, actually, I was going to insult you. I was going to say, except for Spike. So no. Um, Oh. Well, your your two are very cool, but I wouldn't say. You're not trying to raise a non-binary child in a modern exactly. world. Exactly. Right. I, I would yeah. say that we have more, you know. Some are born cool, some have cool thrust upon them. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, so they, them means just don't attach a sexuality to yeah, court talking they, they prefer not to be uh, labeled in either gender as they find their way through the world. Right. And and, and it doesn't mean they're bi necessarily. It means they're undecided. Could it be yeah, undecided? They're, it doesn't play, have to do with preference. Yeah, they're trying that, trying, trying things on. Okay. Um, all right, and so, uh, which is perfectly cool with me. I mean, I've always been tolerant. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm not an insecure person who's threatened by somebody different than me, as you may see from time to time on various cable news channels. <laughs> sure, but you are I, not the no, you are not the norm. No, and okay, also, yeah, well, and thank God for that. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, so I say this, I have a lot of empathy for people who are threatened because I believe it's a physiological, biological um, DNA kind of response in most people to be threatened by people different than them. I don't think it's a, like, I don't think it makes someone evil unless they go ahead and act evil. But people don't. To have those feelings, right? Yeah. Most people just don't understand. Our generation just doesn't understand it because they've never had to deal with it, they don't want to delve into it. Well, isn't isn't that a fear of change? Yes, and the others. Well, fear, uh, it's also self-preservation, fear of the unknown and fear of people who are not like you. Remember, we're tribal. Tribal. We we all grunt and agree on the same leader. Yes, but 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 it's supposed to grow. If we so fear, thank you, Ed, if we so feared evolution that we stopped everybody who was evolving so we didn't get left behind, we'd still be pushing fucking carts around. Yeah. Yes, I, and I'm a progressive. Don't get me wrong. I, oh no, buddy, yeah. I know you're, and I'm not speaking yeah. to you in any way, shape, or form. But I, I also understand that it's always a yin and a yang, and it's always a push and a pull. And it's always a tug of war between safe what you already know, mm-hmm. or even what you don't know, 
Well, sometimes you got to break an egg, otherwise we never would have had Denny's. And oh, what a <laughs> sacrifice that would have been. Sure. <laughs> what a world. I don't want to live, wanna live in a world without Denny's, Bob. Where would I go into in the morning? Home? Bring me a scramble. <laughs> moon, moon over Miami. Okay, so tell me the other pronoun. They, them. Um, I get it. I think I get it now. That's everything. I mean, you know. Oh, so he, she, they, or them. Yeah, he, I he, thought uh, there were more. Well, well I, mean, I think yeah. you're thinking of gender preferences. Okay. Yeah. Which is different I mean, altogether. Well, there are many numerous iterations of who people f- yeah. feel yeah. to be. There should be one for old people, like a gender preference, like I wish I had some sexual energy. Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be the fart category. The, the wish yeah. upon a star. Uh, the, web, the website you want, Bob, is uh, only grands. <laughs> sure. All right. uh, is that a website? I wouldn't know it. It's nude knitting today. Only grands. <laughs> That's it's a real thing. Yeah. It got caught up in my pee. I was using yeah. it gray. Hey, but it's so soft. Oh, gray, gray wool. I'll never again. All right. <laughs> I, uh, I want to play you something. I'm going to put uh, this on pause for a second so that I can uh, get it. Hang on a second. So um, I've been doing this, I've been doing this uh, thing lately that I used to do a lot when I was younger which is explore new music. Who else is doing this? Instead of just uh, like am. playlists of your favorites. You are, Ed? Yes. Like example. It, it's part of my employment. We have New Music Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> We've, there, there are three songs chosen. New Music Tuesday. <laughs> Double Shot That's Thursday. Right. Yes. No, it's new songs that none of our audience has ever heard before. Oh. And? It's a feature on the show. I mean, I, we, a lot of the times uh, we pick... It, none of us pick the same song. Sometimes it's it's a it's a complete tie. And then we have another program where mm-hmm. the audience predicts which one whom on the show will like, and it never matches up. So lately, I've been listening to a lot of new music. And when I say new music, I'm up for new music, but mostly I mean deeper cuts and tracks than anything you could hear on the radio. Right. That remind me of the old progressive days when a new album would come out most of us are old enough to remember this, they would play all of the songs a little, and then, you know, certain ones would take off. they get whinnied down, as I said. Yeah. Yeah. And um, anyway, the other morning, uh, and so I, I purposely, because Spotify has learned my habits, mm-hmm. they purposely know that I'll skip over Do It Again by Steely Dan. Yeah. I'll skip over, um, you know. He did it again. I'll skip over uh, Aqualung or something like familiar by Jethro Tull. But if it's a, you know, one of those songs I haven't heard in a long time that remind me of when people used to sell LSD for $3. That I'll go, wow, that's, you know. Anyway, so I'm listening to this song the other day, and it's a Jethro Tull song called We Used to Know. Does anybody know it? Probably not, right? Mm. Not off the top of my head. Yeah, so here, let me play a I'll little bit it. of it. Let's if I hear it, it, I might. But yeah. All right, let's see if it'll, if it'll come up now. And your wise men don't know how it feels. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, hold on. To be dicked by a chick. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, stop it. 
All right, hang on. That's on my... That was fast. On my Bluetooth. <laughs> Sorry. Ah, Sorry. Here we go. That's really fast. That should be coming up. Ah. All right, play. Damn it. A pegging parody song. Damn it. I freaking... Hang on. I want to play this. All right, hang on. So why is hey guys, play? guys, yeah. can I? I oh, you I gotta, gotta go. bounce. Yeah, but you—it's been an absolute joyride. Okay. As always. Yeah, you gotta I'm go. You, man, it's like we stopped at every bank in town and took every dollar they had. <laughs> <on> the <way laughs> out. It's okay. It's been wonderful. All right. Spike, guys, uh, so before you go, it's yeah. a Jethro Tull song that sounds exactly like Hotel California. Wow. And Jethro Tull and the Eagles were on tour together in 1972. Ah. And so it's like it's like that George Harrison thing. Like maybe they subconsciously stole it. So Spike has to go, but I'll play it. Welcome for you. to the hotel out at Watford. <laughs> it's sort of like Such that. It's a lonely place. Okay, I know you got to go prep your show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We're, Spike is here by the good graces of uh, Cairo FM. Bonneville Broadcasting. 97.3. Trust a Mormon. Thank you. (laughs) It's got a wonderful evening show for now. Have a good show. For now. All right. Go have fun. Go have fun. Good night, man. Okay.
But for your own sake, remember times We used to know is certainly an influence on Hotel California. Can you talk about that a little bit? Well, it, it was a, a piece of music that we were playing around the time. I believe it was late 71, maybe early 72, when we were, we were on tour uh, and we had a support band who had been signed up for the tour and subsequently, before the tour began, had a hit single. Um, the song, I believe, called Take It Easy, and, and they were indeed the Eagles. And uh, we didn't interact with them very much because they were countrified, laid-back, polite rock, and we were a bit wacky and English and, you know, doing weird stuff, and I don't think they liked us, and we didn't much like them. And, um, you know, there was no, no, no communication really at all, just a polite observance of each other's space when it came to sound checks and showtime. But the, um, they, they, they probably heard us playing the song, uh, because that would have featured in the set list back then, and um, maybe maybe just something they kind of picked up on subconsciously and introduced that chord sequence into the the famous song Hotel California sometime later. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's not plagiarism. It's it's just the same chord sequence. It's in a different time signature, different key, different context, um, and it's a very very fine song that they wrote. So I, I can't feel anything other than. Um, you know, happiness for their sake, and, and I feel flattered if they had they come across that chord sequence. But you know, it's difficult to find a chord sequence that hasn't been used and hasn't been, um, you know, the focus of lots of pieces of music. It's you know, harmonic progression is is a very almost a mathematical certainty. You're going to crop up with the same thing sooner or later if you sit strumming a few chords on a guitar. I mean, no, no, there's certainly no bitterness or any sense of plagiarism attached to my view on it, although I'm, I do sometimes allude in a joking way to, um, you know, accepting the fact that they did that and saying, well, I, you know, I accept it as a kind of a tribute. You know, it's, uh, it's a bit like this um, tribute Rolex that I'm wearing. something 
Well, I was pleased to see Alex uh, Jones got handed yeah. a... Oh, you were... Uh, yes. So what happened to Alex Jones? Is he actually going to... Has he paid the billion yet? He's yeah. claiming bankruptcy. Of course. So... He's but he, he's been shorten. ordered to pay a billion dollars to the victims of the Sandy Hook hoax that he perpetrated. Yes. I'd like to see that, too. Not the first time, by the way. Not the first time what? He was awarded. He, he was uh, had another judgment against him elsewhere before this. And I think he's got another one in the offing, too. Pending. Still, yeah. Yeah. Pending, yeah. Now, what often happens with these high-profile people is they fight it out in court forever. Mm -hmm. It's already on appeal. They hide their money and they mm -hmm. claim bankruptcy, which he's doing, right? So, mm -hmm. And yes. they never actually pay. But still, I like knowing that he doesn't have time to create more conspiracy theories while he's fighting yeah. this. Yeah, especially the don't you, no. don't you find it distressing that he has those kind of audience numbers? Um, I find it With tribal. Type of, I find it yeah. tribal. I, 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 like... Like our conversation with Spike a few minutes ago, I didn't know what they, them means. I've heard of it, and I know just to be sensitive to other people, but, you know, finally I had a friend where I could go, well, well tell me, explain to me, because I would be too embarrassed to admit that I was that stupid. Oh, I'm sorry, uninformed. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 yeah. And, and I tend to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like we like to go, well, they're stupid. How could they? How could that whole other political party be so stupid about this? And they go, well, how could your political party be so stupid about this? Why do you want to give illegals driver's licenses and open borders? Well, I don't want open borders. And the next thing you know, everybody's arguing, and because nobody really knows what they're talking about. So uh, the people who b might believe Alex Jones are people who have a limited amount of time in their hard working day to consume yeah. news infotainment and maybe it's just news tainment not infotainment and they don't know they just hear they hear his stuff and it sounds angry and it sounds like it's like a football game you start rooting for you know the team that's kicking the other team's ass so but i mean that's cuz you like watch read you know things that aren't completely fake. I don't know why you do that. Because <laughs> Gutfeld is funny. Gutfeld, yeah. No, but I mean even even like like I don't even I don't even watch it. I, like people have asked me, did you see about those two girls that got stabbed and it was in Vegas here at a casino? Oh boy. And I was like, no. I saw that story. Yeah, yeah but I'm like, no, I I like, I have free will, and I get to turn on what I want to... Like, there's 7 billion people in the Earth, and someone is deciding I need to know about this horrific crime involving two of those 7 billion people, and I'll, you know, I'll be, you know, I'll decide, I guess. But I, I frequently don't choose to watch. Yes, it's the NIMBY syndrome. Yeah, and mm. I'm not putting anybody down who does, because, you know, I watch other stuff. And, um, but yeah, the news is, I was telling someone the other day, I'm just, I feel like completely withdrawing from the news and making my own news by just talking to people I care about and telling them what I think is important and asking them what they think is important. Hmm. And then they say, well, I think that, um, 
what was on Fox the other day was important, and I'll go, well, now I'm stuck. Because <laughs> 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 someone else, like I talked to another friend today, earlier today, he's listening to this podcast too, and he was like, did you see what Biden did? And I'm like, Biden. Um, no. President. What, <laughs> president yeah. yeah, what did he do? And he is doing some stuff with China, and Brian, if you're listening, yeah, this is about all I know. He's, uh, and we're doing this as a country, we're uh, vilifying China a bit. I believe uh, what he said is we pulled all of our um, uh, coders or software design, or people who make tech, we're, we're pulling them out of China if they're U.S. citizens because there's this thing now that China is going to attack us uh, electronically or digitally, I should say. And I was affected a little bit by this a few months ago in a, uh, in a weird way. Uh, you remember we had home security cameras at the mm -hmm. maple syrup farm, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I used them just so I could see the sap coming out of the trees and know how many gallons I had and all this and that. Uh, the company that makes our that made our cameras is a Chinese company. And I was going to you know, get them serviced. And someone said, oh. You, know, you should tear those down. Those are Chinese. And I'm like, if the Chinese people want to see my wife and I get in and out of the hot tub <laughs> naked sometime, it doesn't threaten national security. And I just don't think they have the time. That's, that's the <laughs> but, concept. but apparently the U.S. government has banned this security camera company from being purchased for any you know, government buildings or anything. And uh, they're still legal. You can still buy the equipment. Yeah, you can still get TikTok, too. For yeah. the, you know, hanging over the back door near our old hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I always felt like I should, like, tape up the security camera when we were using the hot tub. But I was like, really? really? It's like when you throw out your trash. Some people shred all their paper because mm -hmm. someone's going through the dump to get your bank number. It happened. Yeah. But anyway, so he was telling me that uh, there's this whole thing going on with China. And he was basically saying that it was impractical, which I totally agreed with, because the world is all interconnected. Oh, and it's something about our microchips. Yeah, and our processors, and uh, we want to make them more here, which is, a, you know, it's a, good, uh, it's a good idea. Because I think we learned in the pandemic that we're so global and so interdependent on the globe mm -hmm. that... You know, we maybe ought to diversify. Another failed topic attempt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Yeah. So uh -huh. I've asked this question so many times of sure. you. When, whenever you get onto this jag, yes. Um, where do you go to find fact? And is it now? Is it totally acceptable in any way, shape, or form to completely? Um, air bullshit, you know. Yeah, every it's broadcast sense. To answer that question, uh, um, where do you go to find out the facts? I think you have to read, not websites per se. Those are all opinion. They don't hire reporters; they hire opinion people. I think you've got to go to publications that hire reporters and could be sued for libel if they lie which, by the way, makes them more accountable than a certain politician. 
and which is all politicians, by the way. I know you thought I meant Trump. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and and you have to read multiple articles from different points of view and look at them all with a little bit of a critical thinking cap on. And even then, you might not know. You, you're limited to what's out there. Uh, and it would be good if those those people were journalists. Yeah, whatever that man. means. Um, yeah. But but at the end of the day, um, most people simply don't have the time for that. I mean, I'm lucky. I'm retired. I'm sitting in my little podcast booth, and I this is the hour and a half I work a week. And so the rest of the time I can be an obsessive, compulsive nut job. <laughs> Self-confessed. <laughs> it's a hobby. Yes. Uh, but even then, I don't think I know everything. I think I've just allowed myself to be spun in a bunch of different directions, and I'm and I might, you know, my bullshit detector might be, you know, have a little more information than most people's. But, but yeah. we're all human, and we're all subject to the limitations of our um, kind of thinking, you know. And I don't know how many people would even, you know, follow that. <laughs> Do <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 might be, I might be sounding nutty to people. Uh, you know, that's I, okay. Mm, thanks. This is, I do watch, this is my support group, by the way. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> I do watch quite a, quite a few uh, crime dramas, Dateline and things like that. Sure. And there's usually yeah. a portion of, of those episodes where they go to trial. Mm-hmm. And often the jury goes you know completely off the rails in their verdicts and it just occurred to me in the jury instructions when they say look just because the guy's got a cop uniform on you don't have to believe his evidence is any more credible just because he's whatever it is Hmm. and it's distressing um and i I don't know it just to me points up um uh, the total fallibility of, yeah. of maybe a, human maybe intelligence. A, maybe a way to think about it, which you just basically, I'm just going to clarify what I think you said, is maybe it reminds us all that we're pretty feeble, lone individuals making our way the best we can. And even the people that are famous or have a badge or are um, you know in power or out of power, we're all individual, single human beings. We're all the you know, very limited. And society... And civilization, uh, you know, hang by a thread at all times because our our worser, worser, our not so great impulses. <laughs> yeah, the darker yeah. part of our nature. The darker yeah. part of our nature is always the you know is always a struggle. It's a, maybe that's the meaning of life is just doing the best you can with that struggle. Wow, you solved it. All right, <laughs> that wraps up the podcast very nicely. <laughs> Hey kids, today we're going to learn about the world. The world that's around us is pretty amazing, but how does it work? It must be complicated. The secret is the world can only work when everything works together. A bee drinks from a flower and leaves with its pollen. A squirrel in a tree spreads the seeds that have fallen. Everything works together. The biggest
littlest elephant, the littlest fly. The gophers underground, the birds in the sky, and every single cricket, every fish in the sea, gives what they can and gets what they need. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. From A to zebra to the worms in the dirt. That's how it works. Hey everyone, look who stopped by to say hello. It's Socko. Hey. Where you been, Socko? I've been where I always am when you're not wearing me on your hand. In a frightening liminal space between states of being. Not quite dead, not quite alive. It's similar to a constant state of sleep paralysis. Socko, we were just talking about the world and how it works. Boy, that sounds complicated. Do you have anything you'd want to teach us about the world? I wouldn't say anything that you probably haven't already said yourself. I don't know about that, Socko. How about you give it a try? All right. The simple narrative taught in every history class is demonstrably false and pedagogically classist. Don't you know the world is built with blood and genocide and exploitation? The global network of capital essentially functions to separate the worker from the means of production. And the FBI killed Martin Luther King. Private property's inherently theft. And neoliberal fascists are destroying the left. And every politician, every cop on the street protects the interests of the pedophilic corporate elite. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. Genocide, the natives say you got to it first. That's how it works. That's pretty intense. No shit. What can I do to help? Read a book or something, I don't know. Just don't burden me with the responsibility of educating you. It's incredibly exhausting. I'm sorry, Sako. I was just trying to become a better person. Why do you rich fucking white people insist on seeing every socio-political conflict through the myopic lens of your own self-actualization? This isn't about you, so either get with it or get out of the fucking way. Watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> Remember who's on whose hand here. But that's what I- have you not been fucking listening? We are in right, in a- right, wait, I'm... wait, wait, no, please, I don't want to go back! <laughs> oh, oh, I can't go- I can't go back, please. Please. I'm sorry. Are you going to behave yourself? Yes. Yes. What? Yes. Sir. Look at me. Yes, sir. That's better. That is how the world works. That is how the world works. I hope you learned your lesson. I did and it hurt. That's how it works. No! <laughs>